If your AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill, presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So, stay with us and, together, we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, the heart center. And before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust. Lucis Trust uh, sponsors this show. And also, Alice Bailey wrote 24 Books of Esoteric Philosophy in those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is from the Bible. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Most of us think of the heart as a place of feeling, of emotion. Yet the Bible says it's a place for thinking. Mm-hmm. We confuse feeling and thought a lot, don't we? We do that. We mm-hmm. we confuse it a lot. We often think we're thinking when in fact we're just emoting. But uh, the Bible is right. The heart is a, a center where thought can truly occur on the proper level. To begin to talk about the heart, perhaps we should say why it's so important to us, the uh, spiritual evolution of a human being. It's the center that has to awaken in the aspirant uh, through group consciousness. And as the heart center awakens, one can achieve union with the soul, which is the awareness of complete unity with all living beings. You cannot achieve soul fusion, soul union, without this awareness of belonging to the whole as long as you believe you are a separated independent isolated unit you are a long way from realization of the soul and so a a good program of spiritual development always begins with the awakening of the heart center and as an example in the arcane school which was founded by Alice Bailey and which offers uh, training in developing spiritual consciousness through a life of service, 
the heart center is the first uh, point of uh, awakening and of awareness. From that, all good can proceed. The heart is the center of love. It's the center of fusion with the soul. It's not the center of emotion and feeling. That's the solar plexus. And I think the two are confused a lot, don't you? Oh, yes. Uh, it's uh, we, we all... All have said one time or another that uh, uh, thinking and feeling, you know, in the heart and relating it to the heart when we're really talking about the, the solar plexus and the emotional nature, mm-hmm. and uh, because that seems to be where so much of our focus lies most of the time is in the emotional nature and in the reactive nature. Uh, so it's it's uh, we, it, there's a lot of misunderstanding about that, you know. And there's a lot of suspicion <laughs> about the head today. That's another center that's confused with, um, I suppose, what they're really referring to is the concrete mind, the material mind. Too much head, not enough heart. I think we could all use more head in the sense of the true spiritual center, which is the center of the spiritual will. <laughs> but the head in the popular sense of the concrete mind, yes, we need that mind, but it can be a limitation without uh, the higher mind and intuition awakening. So people use these terms interchangeably without really understanding, I think, what the real spiritual components are. The heart is not the solar plexus, it's the center of group awareness. I think one of the first ways we see it manifesting is in the sense of responsibility. Yes, that's and that's the ability to respond mm-hmm. to actually right. Right. <coughs> the ability to respond to uh, some outward need, mm-hmm. and uh, it, that is really what uh, begins to open the heart center, and uh, because it leads to uh, an impulse to serve, serve others, serve the needs of others, to serve the needs of the world, and you see a lot of that happening today, very spontaneously. So it's a, it's a good indication that the heart center is uh, safely opening in a lot, many, many millions of people, I think. I think a good example of um, how we can understand the, the expression of the heart center, anyone who's seen um, Michael Moore's movie Sicko, he ends by saying, it's not about me, it's about we. Mm. And that's a kind of a, a trite glib way of saying yes it's the the heart has to awaken and we have to have a sense of ourselves as a people and beyond that of the one humanity and there are events today undergoing the, uh, throughout the world that are demanding this of it the, uh, a prize example was the tsunami which killed hundreds of thousands of people and which elicited a profound and immediate response from people all over the world who poured cash and help and assistance into that region. That's an expression of the heart. Absolutely, and we, we see this with every tragedy, every uh, where there is destruction, mm-hmm. uh, people pour forth. They come forth and they, they give of themselves, whether it's money or their time or their effort, and that is a tremendous way to to really open the heart because 
it's suddenly not about me, it's about all those other people out there who are in worse conditions than I am. And there but for the grace of God go I. That is an expression of hard realization. It could be me. That tornado could have ripped through Mm -hmm. my house and Mm -hmm. it didn't, so... I have a friend who uh, was diagnosed with breast cancer recently and she said, well, why not me? It's my turn. That sense that we're all part of the human experience, why should I be exempt? is uh, an expression of the heart. Sometimes the heart expresses through joy. If you remember the breaking down of the German of the Ber- Berlin Wall, it mm. was such a joyful experience for mm. people who witnessed it all over the world. We shared that joy. Mm. And uh, <clears throat> yes, because that that joy that's that's a real soul quality coming through because that's the real one of the primary qualities of the soul is pure joy and this is not happiness so much as it is something real deeper and more profound and that reminds me that to to mention too that uh, speaking esoterically uh, the life thread as it's called is anchored in the heart center and each of us have a um, where it attached to this life thread it's what gives us life if the heart stops we're in trouble we know right. that and it's, it comes by way of through the soul and ultimately back to God himself and it's this thread of life that is anchored in the heart center not the physical heart although that uh, also has the correspondence in the physical heart in the, in the form of the electrical uh, energy that flows through the bloodstream. You know, the blood is the heart, and uh, <clears throat> the life is the blood. So it's that life thread that is anchored in the heart, and we also have a consciousness thread that's anchored in the head center. So it's those two major centers uh, that uh, kind of keep this physical body alive and keep it going. I suppose that's what lies behind the. Um familiar iconic image of Christ with the the sacred heart the bleeding heart that's often um, depicted in uh, images the Christ uh, is the embodiment of the soul and the soul is the uh, expression of the heart it's the capacity uh, to live and also to the means by which we unite with the whole we live through the Christ principle, we live through the soul, and without that we cannot live. Right, and uh, the soul being group conscious, <clears throat> because it's by w- from the soul that we res- that we attain consciousness at all. That's where it really originates, and uh, so the soul being group conscious, this is the uh, major characteristic of consciousness of the heart is group consciousness. And that's, I suppose, why the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. The consciousness of the heart is the true, authentic awareness uh, that we all possess, but we have to cultivate a capacity to tune into that awareness. And that's, I think, one of the functions of suffering and pain. It breaks down the layer upon layer that the personality has created for itself over the eons that encrusted 
sense of being an independent unit separate from the rest of the world. And as that breaks down, we become aware that we are a part of the whole. Suffering can do that, and it's one of the blessings of difficult times. We realize we're not uh, isolated, we're not uh, alone. But the the uh, authenticity of the heart is something that's very interesting to consider. We say, I know in my heart, when we mean that we really know something to be true or at at heart she's a good person in her authentic self yes those are those are good examples uh, uh, where we it may be a true heart um, condition it may be uh, a more of a feeling condition a solar plexus condition but I know in my gut (laughs) some people uh, confuse it being uh, as being a heart quality. The heart is a place of safeguarding. We speak of keeping something close to heart or we'll say uh, about some knowledge that was painful or uh, very private, I held it in my heart as a kind of uh, silent love and understanding. It's protected in the heart. I held it in my heart. And I think that's got... um, a counterpart in the story of the birth of Christ who was born in a cave and the first initiation is the awakening of the Christ principle the birth of the Christ principle in the cave of the heart not full blown but this tiny nucleus of spiritual energy and the the heart center really uh, begins to awaken at the second initiation which is the the, um, birth of the um, of the of the um, what is the word I'm trying you know John the Baptist oh the uh, baptism. baptism yes and that is the when the heart center really begins to uh, open up and mm-hmm. fluctuate for those people who just tuned in you're listening to inner sight our topic for today the heart center we have a special offer from Lucis Trust it's their gift to you. Absolutely free and no strings attached. Just order it. And the gift is a free paper, the title of which is The Etheric Body and the Seven Centers. And what you you can expect as a result of uh, reading this paper is it will give you a chance to further explore today's topic, the heart center. And uh, hopefully from that you might even be inspired to go on and read the Alice Belly books, the other 24 esoteric books. But... Uh, the main purpose of this is just to give you an experience of reading the paper and enjoying it and learning more about our, about today's topic. Once again, ask for the etheric body and the seven centers, and all you really need to do is call on the toll-free number 1-866-695-8247. That's 1-866-695-8247. The easy way to remember it is 1-866-695-8247. NY Lucis, think of 1866 New York Lucis, Lucis L U C I S. Thank you for your donations. We certainly appreciate your support, and uh, they help us a lot. They help us to stay on the radio, to pay for these shows, and we hope you continue so that we can doing what we continue doing so that we we can do what we like to do, and that is uh, offering these 
spiritual shows to you and uh, the donations by the way are tax deductible so send all donations to Lucis Trust 120 Wall Street New York New York 10005 once again Lucis Trust 120 Wall Street New York New York 10005 all of our Intersight programs can be heard on our website at www.lucistrust.com Org. On the home page, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. www.lucistrust.org. The theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website, also so that you can see in advance what next Sunday's program will be. Our topic for today, once again, the heart center, and um, uh, it was so interesting. I would just like both of you to pick up where you were before, because... Uh, where were we? Let's <laughs> see. We were talking about the birth of the Christ in the cave of the heart. Uh, the heart is a place of safeguarding, mm-hmm. um, a, a, and it is deep within the chest, and it does conceal the precious uh, life aspect. Is there more we need to say about that? Well, it's it's as we said, it's it's related directly to the soul because, uh, and also there's another way of looking at it. This this heart center, uh, which we have in our etheric body, is also uh, has a higher correspondence in the as uh, one of the in the center which we call the spiritual hierarchy, which is the heart center of the planet in a way. Mm-hmm. And um, there is the three major centers: the uh, the center of Shambhala, which is where the will of God is known, and then the heart center is the spiritual hierarchy, uh, where the heart <coughs> heart uh, the, where the plan is being worked out, and then humanity is the third major center. So there are these the throat center, the creative mm-hmm. center. Right. Mm-hmm. So there are these three major centers of Shambhala, the hierarchy, and humanity itself, which constitute three major centers. And uh, the hierarchy is that middle principle, just as the soul is the middle principle, just as the heart itself, the heart center, is the middle uh, principle in our own being. Even nations have centers like the heart center, the throat center, the head center, uh, the capital of a nation would obviously be the head center, the center of direction, uh, the center of the will. The heart center, we don't know, but it's interesting to ponder on. In this nation, uh, the writings of Alice Bailey uh, thought that it was Los Angeles. I don't know. People could discuss that ad infinitum. Another way to look at the heart center is to realize that it's not always warm and fuzzy. It's a center of... Um, fusion and integration and she points out Alice Bailey points out that a business person who's responsible for the functioning of a, of a business or a large organization who has responsibility and uh, authority and coordination of a lot of people and a lot of different aspects is functioning as a heart center of that particular organization or group that's interesting to think about Yes, and if he has a real, or she has a real sense of responsibility, here again, it's the ability to respond to the needs of his or her workers in the organization, uh, 
then that is a way of uh, opening the heart because uh, there's concern that is built up there about the others, you know, those that are outside the little me. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what, uh, why the, the heart center can really open up within, uh, in the business world. If there is that real concern for one's uh, working workforce. The heart is said to be an organ of pure reason. Again, we need to move away from this idea that the heart is simply warm and fuzzy. It's the organ of pure reason. In the Irish's wisdom, love is understood as uh, the equivalent, synonymous with reason. That might come as a surprise, but when you think about it, divine love, the love of God, it's motivated by reason by a plan and a purpose that we cannot grasp but that we trust in and that is a compelling, mobilizing, guiding power behind all creation, behind all evolution. God's plan and purpose are surely motivated by reason and we say we know that God is love. Love and reason are synonymous. And I find that a fascinating thought to ponder on, that it's not not sentimental at all. It's pure, calm reason. Which is, by the way, just the opposite from the energies that in the chaos of the solar plexus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is also another function of the heart center, is to act as a um, kind of a place where the solar plexus energies can be raised up towards. I didn't put that quite mm-hmm. right. but uh, I can follow you. <laughs> it's uh, the attractive center which will attract the energies of the solar plexus, those powerful emotional energies. It pulls them up. It draws them upward. And it transforms the uh, uh, solar plexus chaos into a more calmer uh true sense of love and true sense of understanding and that's when uh, when you have this deep sense of understanding and a willingness to understand then your heart center is really active and that is really uh, where um, you, know, you, you can tell the difference between <clears throat> someone who is simply reacting and reacting to every impulse that flows through them and someone who is a little more patient a little more calm and is willing to uh, step back and just observe what's going on. There's an interesting aspect about the heart to consider in its capacity to form relationship. There is a profound bond when the heart centers of two individuals are united, when energy flows from heart to heart. And we speak of having a heart-to-heart talk with someone. Again, quite often it's probably more an expression of the solar plexus, but the heart-to-heart bond is real and uh, enduring. There's a beautiful passage from Alice Bailey that touches on the spiritual sensitivity of the heart, which is not thin-skinned self-pity. That's more likely what we think of as sensitivity, but the ability to sense the need of another and to sense the inner voice of the soul, the guide within all of us, 
to be responsive to relationship with others. I suppose to be able to say there, but for the grace of God go I. Mm -hmm. Uh, to imagine walking a mile in somebody else's moccasins. And she has a beautiful comment on this heart-to-heart relationship and what it stimulates in people. She said, the, the spiritual aspirant who is awakening the heart must study the laws of transmutation and be a student of that divine alchemy that will result in a knowledge of how to transmute the lower force into the higher so that his own nature is transformed. He then will become a channel for the light of the soul and for the illumination of booty to pour through for the saving of the human race and the lighting of those who stumble in dark places. She said he has to demonstrate the laws of radioactivity in his own life. His life must begin to radiate and to have a magnetic effect on others. By this I mean, she said, he will begin to influence that which is imprisoned in others because he will reach the hidden center in each one. I refer, she said, to that spiritual radiation that's only realized by those who themselves are becoming aware of the spiritual center within the heart. And at that stage, the individual is recognized as one who can speak heart to heart. He becomes a stimulator of the heart center in his brother and one who arouses others into activity for the good of the whole. That heart-to-heart effect. We can all think, have we ever known anyone who had that impact on our heart? Has there ever been anyone in our lives who has awakened us in that spiritual way? Mm. Hopefully we can think of someone. Yes, because that heart, the true heart, is the and the agency for the love of God to be anchored in the world. And uh, that is really what's, what's going on with the true heart-to-heart talk. It's, it's, it's uh, bringing through that love of God in our own little way. And um, that's also what uh, goodwill does, too. It brings the love of God into the world through the heart. And it awakens what is already there, but perhaps dormant. It isn't that it brings an injection of some foreign substance. It awakens what is already present, but quiescent. And it arouses it into expression and activity. That's the effect of the heart on uh, another heart. It awakens and galvanizes a potential energy into active outer expression. Alice Bailey made another comment that I think is interesting to close with. We've said that the heart center is a center through which we develop group relationship. And she commented on how group relationships are such a testing ground for so many spiritual seekers. Anybody who's been involved in group work knows how many tests there are involved. She said, stand steady and watch the heart. In the transferring of the fire from the solar plexus to the heart center comes much pain. It's not easy to love as do the great ones, with a pure love which requires nothing back, with an impersonal love that rejoices when there's response but looks not for it, and loves steadily, quietly, and deeply through all apparent divergences, knowing that when each has found his own way home, he will find that home to be the place of at one 
that kind of faith and trust in the power of the heart to bring all into unity is yeah. what we can hold in mind and heart. Please take advantage of the offer from Lucis Trust. It's a gift from Lucis Trust to you. And it's a free paper. It's called The Etheric Body and the Seven Centers. And if you order that, just give us a call and order it, and we'll be happy to send it out to you. Call us on 1-866-695-8247. That's 1-866-695-8247. Easy way to remember it, 1-866-NY-LUCIS. That's 1-866-NY-LUCIS. L-U-C-I-S. Ask for the etheric body and the seven centers. Absolutely free. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called the Great Invocation. It's a call for love, light and love, and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.